Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Got the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Hope to get Adam Ronas on with us in just a couple seconds. We're having some uh, technical difficulties, but we will soldier through because that's what we do here. Oh, Ronas, you there? Yes, I am. Oh, a day without Ronus is like a day without sunshine. That's what I always say. That's what the girls tell me. <laughs> Better the girls tell you that than me tell you that. Exactly. Okay, just throwing that out there. By the way, Ronus, I don't know what you saw. Very, very sad little piece on Twitter. Pancho Bia died. Did you see that? I did not. Oh, dude, he was like the most rabid Bills fan. And like he announced the Ed Oliver pick, and he announced a bunch of picks in the past, and he passed away at like 39 years old. So thoughts and prayers go out to Pancho Bia. What, what do you think about? Could you ever imagine yourself being like Fireman Ed or Pancho Bia, or just a rabbit fan like that? No, I don't think so. I mean, I am a crazy fan, but not like that, man. I think that's just a, a little overboard. Really, he said something like he would save all of his money all year just to go. You know, travel with the Bills, be there for the team. They even brought him to a team meeting. He, it was pretty. Uh, I mean, I, I can't ever see myself doing anything like that, Donna, but I, I kind of respect those who do. Yeah, look, they're invested in something and it's positive energy. So I don't know if it is. If you're a Bills fan, though, it's a lot of heartbreak. Hey, but hey, <laughs> you know, loyalty is everything, man. You know, everyone says it all the time. You know, I still get people who, when they hear I'm a Cowboys fan, they're like, oh my God, really? And they try to. Uh, say the front runner crap i'm like are you kidding me like when's the last time dallas won a super bowl like forget it you can't say that anymore in the 90s okay i understand that you can't say it anymore they don't win so i'm clearly loyal i'm a mets fan and new york rangers fan they haven't won in a while either so uh, i think loyalty is everything like i i was kind of disgusted a lot of giants fans were like oh i'm leaving this team now like it doesn't work like that. I mean, a lot of teams make bad moves. If you're just free to go pick teams and go to winning teams, what's the point of being a fan? I'm with you. I am. I'm with you. But Matt, I have to buy into a direction, and I just feel now. You know, look, I grew up a Giants fan. I watched the Giants ever since I was a little kid. I went through a lot of bad years before there were a lot of good years. Okay, but I feel like with Gettleman, there's no direction, and it. I. I just. Yes, I like the Giants. I do, but I, I can't find. I root. For, I can't root for a team that I just don't like what they're doing. And I have no. I have a problem with ownership because ownership hasn't stepped in. This general manager must have been hired by the Redskins or Cowboys to be there for the Giants. This guy's got no clue. It's hard for me to get around that, Adam. So what do you do? You just stop rooting for them? I. You know, I think I will always have a place in my heart for them, but I don't think I can rapidly root for them. Now, does that mean that I won't go back to them at some point? I might, but I can't do it in this regime. See, I can't do it in this regime. So you you don't root for them now, and then all of a sudden they get better in five years. No, it has nothing to do with better. And you go to the parade. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm I'm saying. You just said you would come back to them. 
Yeah, if they fired this general yeah. manager. If they fired this general manager tomorrow. And, or if they, and, they, and you know what? I got to be honest with you. I don't like Shermer either. I, the, the people who are in power are people I don't like. Because when you trade Odell Beckham, it means you can't control him. This guy is a talent, a legendary talent, and you moved him out because you couldn't handle him? Come on, dude. I can't respect that. So if you fire Shermer and you get rid of Gettleman, I'll get on board with whoever's next. So I don't like Mets ownership, so I should have abandoned them years ago? I could see that. I have no problem with that. Well, Palm was crazy. He was in Ponzi schemes with Madoff. If you wanted to turn your back so on the Mets, we, I could get we, behind that. But, go, but let me finish here's my point. The pre- Brody Van Wagenen comes in, and if you believe in him, then you can start to like them again. Has nothing to do with him. He's handcuffed. He can't do what he wants. He can't spend money. So how are we to judge him fairly? He might be Look, great, but we not, we're never going to know. I think my point is that I'm never going to hate the Giants. I just can't root for them passionately anymore because I don't believe in the direction they're heading. So that means basically 60 to 70% of fans in sports should hate their teams because how many teams actually have good ownership? That's the message we're sending then. Basically, so why should teams... Okay, the Browns then. Look how bad the Browns were. Those fans deserve it, the ones that stuck to and are loyal. Well, now everyone's hopping on the Browns bandwagon. You're absolutely right. Now, I'll, I'll be honest with you. When I was a kid, I was not as much a Giant fan as I was a Bill Parcells fan. I loved Parcells. Well, Parcells left a long he time went, ago. He so did, what were but you what, doing what, with no, the Giants all these years? No, you're, you're missing my point. Whatever team Parcells went to... I oh, liked. yeah. You rooted for the Cowboys when you were a Giants fan? Oh, I, I didn't hate them as much. I didn't hate oh them because I liked part. No, no. I liked part. I'm telling you the truth. I like. So, look, I'm not I'm not a Jet fan. I'm not a Cowboy fan. But when Parcells was there, dude, I, I have a Curtis Martin jersey. I mean, what does that tell you? I liked Curtis Martin and I liked Parcells. So, you were never, you're never a diehard Giants fan is what you're saying. You know, I, I guess the word diehard is, is different for you and me. I like the Giants. I will root for them. If they lose, I'll get over it. I mean, I'm upset, but I'll get over it. I just can't get behind this team anymore. Now, well, does that mean I will jump like the King did to the Seahawks because they're like this? their fans? I don't know. That was, that was a little drastic for me, but I get your point about, well, everybody's a Browns fan now. I, I get that. I mean, it, you know, because they're how easy many, to root how many for. People, how many people are rooting for the Warriors now that didn't know a damn thing about them eight years ago i mean that's the way sports fans are i'll never be like that i i just feel like you pick your team and you stick with them and yes there's going to be periods where you're disappointed in ownership or management but but does that mean you can't ever change your your team i don't think you should are you people can do what they want but i think it's a joke i see i I grew up go ahead i grew up with someone who was a big 49ers fan now i see he's rooting for the giants like what how does that how does that happen all All the people that were rooting all right, I moved to I moved to Florida 15, 16 years ago. Can I not root for Tampa now? Am I not allowed? Are they not my home you can, team now? You can do what you want. I just feel the way people are with teams sometimes is a joke. Like you, but, really, but you're missing my point. If I, if you move tomorrow, Miami, could you I'll not still, root no, for the Dolphins? I will, I will always be a Mets fan. I don't care okay, where I live. You might root for the Dolphins. You might Why? like the Dolphins no, too because no, they might be your new home team. So what? Okay, so I'm in Jersey now. Am I supposed to root for the Devils? Well, if you want, I live to some five minutes. Games. I live five minutes from MetLife. I'm supposed to root for the Giants or Jets. Look, I think that you can have a team, but I don't know whether it has to be your team for life. I mean, we're allowed to change our minds. Do, look, if you if you felt that way, your first girlfriend would be the only one you'd be with. Well, could you not be with not, two and three? Could you not be with two or three girls? You'll be with another girl another six months. That's why I'm not. Don't married. tell her I said that. 
That's not why I'm not. That's why I'm not married. Okay, but is my point right? You can marry different no, it's people. Totally different. But you can marry different people. Why that's can't I marry different people? That you have to, that's how you have to spend your life with that person, or every day. You're not with the team. You're just rooting for them. It's a completely okay. you don't ever comparison. find in your whole time of being a cowboy fan. Was there ever a time you felt you could not root for your team? No, I, and 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 they're frustrating because I've always said it. This team has talent. The coach is holding them back. That doesn't okay, mean I'm going to you, abandon them. All right, so when the Giants trade their so best I should player. Go root, so I should go root for the Browns now because they're on the upswing and no, they're doing I'm, things right, and I should go join the millions of people who are all putting the over bets on the Browns this year? It's not how, the, that's not how I When the Giants work. trade their best player, bring in a quarterback that they should never have taken, who was, who was being t uh, looked at as a tight end from some franchises, are you expected to like that for the next 10 years as a Giant fan? You can do what you want, but then don't go I'm just to a team that wins. I didn't hop to anybody. I, look, I can say this clearly about me. I have always said this about me within the last, God, 10 years. I am more of a fantasy football fan than a New York Giant fan. I am way, way more upset when my fantasy team leave, loses than when the Giants lose. Honestly, I, I get over the Giants in about two seconds. Fantasy, I'm still angry about losses I've had. So, I mean, so you're I, I lose the players. So you're personally. basically saying fantasy changed your fandom is what you're saying. Absolutely, without question. Without okay, question. so then, okay, Doc, if that's the case, why are you so upset about Beckham and the Giants then? You don't care anymore. It's your fantasy team. I can't. So why, why are you so upset and emotional about the Giants? You shouldn't care. You said you get over well, this right, so you get right, over this. Right, right, right. I, well, I, I have been, but I'm just saying I, I'm allowed to have some emotion about it because I think the team has run poorly. But then again, I think a lot of teams are run poorly. That's my point I just said. So then everybody... Who, if you're saying that if your team's run poorly, you should leave, then basically every almost fans are going to leave the team. Because how many teams are really run that well in sports? We talked about it yesterday with the NFL. There's a handful of teams. So there's a lot of teams that are run poorly. So all those teams are supposed to abandon. Part of the best part of sports is when your team hasn't won for years and they win a championship. Think oh, about like how the, it like felt for all those for the Rangers, yeah, the Boston yeah. Red Sox, the Cubs. That's those true fans. But okay, you so went through I, hell to let me to tell get you the there. difference. And Giants fans, you guys are spoiled as hell. You guys won Super Bowls. You guys beat the undefeated Patriots, and you guys are complaining. You know how many teams out there have won Super Bowls? Well, Try look, being a Bills fan, a Bengals fan. There's a lot of teams that have suffered. The Browns, I, and you, you guys are like I have crying never, about this. I have never crapped on Eli Manning once. I've never crapped on Eli ever. I think this guy's gotten a bad rap, and I think this guy's a Super Bowl champion. All I said was, since this Gettleman came in, the team seems to be absolutely lost. Lost. And it's very hard for me, and I can't imagine any other Giant fan wouldn't feel the same way. That like when you're like questioning, what is my team doing now? This being said, when the Rangers were bad for so long, I mean, since 1940, dude, growing up in New York and watching that, I always felt like the Rangers were trying. I, I mean, they may have gotten it wrong, but I always felt like they were trying. It seems like the Giants are trying to suck. How is that possible to try to suck? I don't think they're trying to suck. I think they just have some get rid of, bad wait, you decisions. Get, you get rid of Beckham and you bring in Golden Tate, who's 32 years old, for 23 mil? How does that make sense? You it get rid of Landon Collins? They, they, you, they I mean, bad decisions. Terrible. All, but you know how many fans have been dealing with that every single year? They go into the season knowing that they don't have a shot to win and they stick by their team? So you're basically saying those people are morons? No, I think those I, – I, look, I, I just think I just think people. it's I just think it's kind of disgusting. I've seen so many Giants fans complain with all this, and they're bailing when that team has done 
so much for them. They've got to beat the Patriots twice in the Super Bowl. And, yeah, I understand you're upset because the GM comes in and makes poor decisions. But you know how many teams people have been suffering with their teams year in, year out? and have to deal with this every no. single year? Look, I think you make an, an interesting point because I remember for years, how bad were the Yankees, right? The Yankees, uh, uh, champions for all, always. And right. then and they I, went through a very dark and, period. And that's very why dark I, re- period. I respect the fans who, who were real hardcore fans and dealt with all that and then had the success in the 90s. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people who hopped on that bandwagon that were Mets fans in the 80s and all of a sudden like the Yankees. Those are the people I have problems with. Because it's, you, don't, you shouldn't do that in sports. I know there's no hardcore rule, but I feel, this is my belief, you pick a team, you stick with them. Not this hopping around and like, oh, okay, well, this team sucks now, so I'm going to go to this team because they're good. I mean, I hate that. I hate that. I just think that's not how sports is designed. You can pick your team whenever you're young or wherever you go with, and you should stick with them. I don't feel like you should change. What are you going to change every five years? This is like a car now? We're going to finance a car, rent a different car? I think you're right and wrong. I think you're allowed to change. I do. People I can do whatever they want. I just Liz, think it's Liz wrong. Liz Loza grew up a Bears fan. She moved to California so many years ago, and now she's rooting for the Rams. Does that make her a, a, a bad person because she goes ne- to the Rams I, games because she lives I, near there? Did I ever say something I live right near Tampa. I said I, I live near like Tampa. It. So I watch. So, I, I mean, I see a lot of Bucks games now. Does that make you me— never, if I, You never mentioned once, once mentioned no, I that you like them. the Bucks. No, okay. I don't like— I don't, You can I don't, see them. I, I can go, them. I can go yeah. see the Phillies. I hate them, but they're an hour and a half. I can go see them. What's wrong with that? But I hate them. You never mentioned once in once yeah, the no, Bucks no, not, as a, no, look, being a fan of them. I'm look, not saying you can't go watch the teams. No, look, I I don't like the Red Sox. I go to Red Sox spring training every year. I watch two or three games. I would too if I, I was t- down I there. Go right because I, I hate I mean, the I Yankees. Could, if I lived right. down there and they were five minutes from me, I'd You'd go, go watch right. Them. Yeah, yeah, right. absolutely. So Doesn't mean so I, I like them. No, I mean when when uh, you know so when when Mookie Betts comes to the plate, I I, I clap. I mean I'll, I'll be respectful. I don't cheer and hoot like everybody else, or wear a Red Sox jersey, but I'll certainly go to the game. I don't know. I think it's I think there's a fine line. I think I think you're allowed to change, but I do get your point that you know we should not be changing on a dime like people do. Or some yeah, and I think may. it happens a lot. I mean, all of a sudden now all these Warriors fans here in the East Coast. Why do you think that is? I wonder why. I can't figure it out. Well, I mean, do, when Kevin Durant becomes a Nick uh, in, in, in six weeks, do you think he'll, the, the Knicks will have more fans than they ever had? I think the Knicks have had diehard fans. I don't think you could ever bash the Knicks fans. What they have gone through, and they, they haven't won a championship since a ever? long time. Ever. <laughs> a long time. Ever. And those fans <laughs> fill up the garden every single night, man. Yeah. And it's been, what, 40 years, 50 years, and 73? So... There's no. I've been, to, I've, been to, I've been to some of those playoff games too. The Garden Hops. All right, we will talk about the Knicks. What does it mean to be a Knicks fan coming in tonight? Right after this. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? 
Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 Rain it! Make it rain. Warriors, Blazers. It's always interesting to me when you have a team who, at this point, not supposed to be there, nobody thought would be there, going up against the old guard. It's like the Patriots versus whoever the latest contender is. There's something to be said about teams that just have absolutely nothing to lose. They're playing with house money. I don't think they care one way or the other. They're not days, whether it was you or Houston or anybody else. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. All right, we're back. We're full-time fantasy. Dr. Roto here with Adam Rose. I want you to do me a favor, guys. I want you to go to playffwc.com right now. On the top, you'll see a little blue box. When you see that box, click it, and you'll see some Dynasty Orphans. I'm looking at a team right now here. Let me see. Hold on a second. I don't want to adopt it. I'm going to look at the roster here. I can get the number one pick, Ronus. Philip Rivers, Josh Allen, Devonta Freeman, Latavius Murray, Wendell Smallwood, Kareem Hunt, Jordan Howard. Boy, no wonder this team's not selling. You gotta, I think, you know, I was just saying this to a friend of mine. Uh, this guy was like interested in buying a, 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 a Dynasty Orphan Ronus. And I said, don't worry about this year. Try to find a team that you can make trades and build on future years. Do you agree with that? Like this way, if you have a guy like Philip Rivers and that team, I could take Philip Rivers and Kareem Hunt and flip them for draft picks for teams who want to win this coming year. I don't think Phillip Rivers has much trade value, though, in a dynasty. Uh, quarterback is deep. Now, I don't know. I just can't imagine a dynasty team that's really bare at quarterback. Well, here's a team with Watson, Breeze, Gurley, uh, Julio Jones, Travis Kelsey. Pretty good How team. How do you not want that team? <laughs> what, yeah. Like, really? <laughs> I mean, even I mean, though the rest of the team is that, like, bleh, I could I could figure that out with this team and Larry Fitzgerald. Absolutely, man. That's a pretty Definitely. good team, right? And you could, uh, yeah. I mean, you, I don't know. Russell you, you Wilson, could... Josh Allen, Donald Foreman, James White, Philip Lindsay, Funchess, Aguilar, Odell Beckham, DJ Moore, Dante Pettis, Travis Kelsey, fourth yeah, pick I mean, in the draft. Uh, That's a good elite, team. Elite tight end, good wide receivers. Sure, man. Draft a running back, and uh, yeah. Yeah, you're good to go, right? This mm-hmm. that, I think you could win with that team. So no, I are, mean, yeah, look, there are some teams that you can definitely win with for sure, and I know probably that's what people want. They want to be in a spot where they can at least contend. Uh, but even some of the other teams, uh, I think people sometimes also find it challenging to take on a uh, difficult task and see if they can turn it around. I think that's also a challenge for some people. Oh, totally is. I wrote a big article today on Full Time Fantasy about my dynasty, one of my dynasty leagues and all the trading that I was able to do. I mean, I must have made seven trades during the draft, Adam. Up, down, 
moving picks, getting picks, adding picks, next year's picks to get the team I wanted. It was a lot of fun. I mean, I had a blast doing it. I, I mean, I just, I encourage people to check it out. If you love fantasy football, I mean, I don't know how you don't love dynasty fantasy football. For sure. I mean, it's a lot of fun and, you know, you could turn it around pretty quickly too, you know, especially if you have a good draft, make some trades. Absolutely. So just for a very short time, today only, people, today only, we are offering three free months of FullTimeFantasy.com for anybody who purchases a Dynasty Orphan today. So today is the day you get three free months of information from myself and Adam and Sean Childs. You can't ask for anything more than that. I mean, you're, you're getting our advice on top of a team, so hopefully that will certainly help. All right, Adam, we were talking about basketball very quickly Man, I know we talked about it yesterday. New York Knicks fans have to be, have to be very uh, pins and needles about Zion tonight. Oh, yeah, they're definitely concerned. People are doing rituals, and they're hoping and praying that the Knicks get the number one pick. Remember, they still only have a 14% chance. And, you know, a lot of times we look uh, to Vegas and uh, the odds, and the Suns, Cavaliers, and Knicks uh, are all plus 500. So it's not like the Knicks are a lock to get this pick. I mean, even if they got the number two pick and got Morant, that would be good too. But Are I you mean, happy with that? You're, if you're a Knicks fan, are you happy with that? Or you're like, ugh, really? No, I mean, look, you want Zion, but I think Morant's a really good player. So uh, I, I, Are you happy with R.G. Barrett? No. I think you want one of the top two. So if you get pick three, you should just like punch your TV set? Uh, I mean, not punch the TV set, but you better pray that those uh, studs come over. You're going to need a stud. You, you can't make a trade either. You can't get Anthony Davis either if you don't have one or two. No, yeah, that's the only way they'll get Davis is having one or two. If you have two, do you trade Ja for Anthony Davis? Uh, I, do, I, think I it, do it. I do I it. Think, I think it also depends on who else you get, too. Mm-hmm. Will, will they be a fit? You know, what two free agents do you get? All right, speaking yeah, of our I mean, last— I don't, Look, I know Anthony Davis has had the injury issues, but he's one of the most dominant players when he's on the court. Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, who does what he does? Very few. And then he goes out for half t- for like 10 minutes during the game and comes back, and he still has a good game. At least this year he did that. He went to the locker room a lot, you know, was able to get uh, in with a woman. and Because uh, I think that's what it was about. I think he was in there with women. It's like he must have some type of sexual addiction. Are you talking about what you would do? Is that you, Ronis? Is that what you do during a game? I'll be hey, right back. It worked for Daryl Strawberry, I'm man. I'm like, I'm like, oh man, you see that girl in the third row with the fatty? Yeah, but like, tell the guy on the team, yeah, can you just get her in the back and go in there? Did that like, really yeah. happen with Straw? Did Straw bring women to the clubhouse? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's in one of the books. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Baseball players are the best, man. Strawberry, if the, guy, the best. If the guy's not up for two or three innings, he doesn't care. He just goes in the back there and he's good. And I mean, you know what? At, at least Strawberry has turned his life around. From all reports, he's with a, uh, he's into religion now, and uh, it seems like he's turned himself around. I, I'm not as sure that Dwight Gooden has. It still seems like Dwight Gooden has some issues. It's a shame, though. I mean, you've seen that thirty for thirty on them, right? Yeah, I mean, Doc is. Doc, I don't know if Doc will ever be the guy. He he, he won't. I, I feel so badly for him. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, why you say that? They had the money and this and that, but you know, that's why I don't that, know. Was, that was the problem. The money. I don't know because I've never had an addiction to anything except fantasy sports and women. But as I, I don't know about <laughs> drugs, it's easy to tell people like, oh, well, you know, it's an addiction. I mean, for hearing what other people have gone through, I have a friend who went through it and he's trying to get through it now. But 
it's a real thing, and I no, don't know. You, I can't but speak you, from it, but no, with but, Doc, you, but you can. You can, Ronas. I'll tell you why. Because you could not play fantasy. Could yeah, you but not play fantasy. But the thing for six is, months? though, no. But you fantasy is not harmful. I mean, with with drugs, you know they're harmful not only to you but to other people. No, but and, let's say, but 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 it is an example of an addiction. You can, you can't stop. I I mean, I've been with, with you. You're attached to your phone. You're always I setting am. lineups. You're always looking at something. I'm not. That's I'm not condemning you. I'm saying you're addicted. I I am, but it's not a bad addiction though. Isn't every addiction a bad addiction? I don't know. How is being addicted to fantasy bad? It's helped help me get a career. So I, you know, it's. Can, I you, wanna... can you have relationships because you're so busy with your fantasy team that you can't be with somebody else? Uh, it depends on the woman. Some are understanding, <laughs> some aren't. Right, but a non-understanding woman you can't be with because you're addicted to fantasy. Well, why would I want to be with her then? She like there was one <laughs> one girl that I was with, and everything was good, and then football season came, and I told her I said, "Look, on Sundays I'm pretty much watching football all day," mm-hmm. and. About a month into it, she's like, you know, I can't do this anymore. I'm like, what? She's like, I'm just not used to not being able to see someone on Sundays. And I said, wait a second. What does that mean? It's like, well, you're just watching football there. I'm like, okay, so if I'm a lawyer or a doctor, it's cool. But because my job is watching football, you got a problem? No, that's, that's not a good I want to be with. Right. If you're at a hospital, it's, clearly... it's okay. Right, right. Right. And you're... she was a nurse. And she was on call. There would be times we were together. Oh, I got to go. I didn't complain. I understand. It's right. about work. I've been in that spot, too, where, you know, in the sports world, Weekends, nights—that's how it is. You know, okay, but you when you're you're, you're out, you're at you're at a Broadway Wait, show. Rare for you, but you're at a Broadway show. I went. I saw. Um, what was that one? I uh, went a couple months, right around uh, February. Okay, okay. So you went to a Broadway show? show. It was a good. I one. don't know. I wasn't there. You were there. I told you that the South Park <laughs> creators one. Um, oh, uh, Book of Mormon. Yes, and it was okay. funny, man. So, I liked now, it. so it's a good show. So you're at Book of Mormon. Tell me, how many times did you check your phone? Uh, not during the show. Intermission, yes. And that was but it. But not during the show. You did not check it during the show. No, uh, there was a Sunday night, and I made sure it was after football. <laughs> did, you check was, it dur- did you check it during a movie? Uh, I don't go to the... Honestly, I just went to the movies <laughs> for the first time in New Jersey. And I've lived here now almost three years. I right. went to the first movie theater in Jersey about a month ago. Did you I don't go to the phone? movies much. Uh, I probably did. Yeah, because there right. was... There was a, uh, I it was a big car a, chase or something. It was boring. No, I, probably, out the, I think it was a Saturday night. I probably had a bet on a basketball game, so I was following the score. I know when I came out of the theater, I popped on the video of the game that was going on and was watching it. <laughs> so, but you're not addicted or anything. Um, hey, I had a wager on the game. <laughs> you're not addicted. <laughs> it's for work. I'm passionate of anything. I use that same line, too. It's for work. It's I, I get that. I use it. I know it's true. I'm but passionate I, about what I do. I, I want it, Like I hate when someone texts me news. Like I like to be the first to know. Like right. the only time you're going to beat me is usually if I'm sleeping. So if it happens at 8 a.m., <laughs> uh, yeah, you you found out before me because I was sleeping. All, all the years of waking up. Well, early, you do sl- right. You do sleep until 2 p.m. So there's a good two. chance I'm I can on beat the air you. at two. I don't wake up right before the show. I wrote an article before the show today. All right, I got stuff I, done. I swear to God, I called you at 10:42 yesterday, and I'm like, ooh, this might be too early for Rona. My this phone might have been on silent still. That's okay. the thing is, I keep the phone. If I keep it on overnight, it's on silent, and sometimes I might not pick it up until I might not. What time do you wake up these days? Because now you're waking up late anywhere between 8 and 11 Ooh, there's okay. times i wake more up like, like 11 more like 11 no there's times i wake up 8 30 and i'm like eight like today i woke up turned on my phone i'm like 8 22 get out of here but i've had <laughs> i've had struggles sleeping lately because of the shoulder i'm mm. not able to, to to lay on the side okay 
And laying on my back is not something I do a lot. That's true. That's true. Well, don't put your shoulder over your head. I told you that, right? Yeah, someone else told me that too. I know. We're we're giving you good. Everybody's giving you good advice except for the one thing you haven't listened to. Go to a freaking doctor. I have uh, somebody helping me out, like a personal trainer. Okay. Is he a doctor? I don't know. Okay. He gave me a couple good exercises so far. (laughs) Oh, did it help? Has it helped? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. Uh, With the lacrosse ball? Yes. Okay. You've heard of that? You told it to me. Well, no, no. Oh, okay. I, I actually I had a, a lot of pain recently, and uh, I used a golf ball as like a pressure point almost. Okay. So, yeah, I've seen that. Oh, like tennis, sorry, tennis ball. A tennis ball. A tennis yeah, ball. Tennis, lacrosse. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah it, I, I didn't, wasn't aware of all that stuff. So. I was having a problem with my paraforma, which you know, kind of like my hip joint, and I, was just, I used a tennis ball to help roll it out. It was good. Worked. Amazing. See? Yeah. Yeah, who knew? All right, dude. So we a couple of guys brought up in Major League Baseball today. Uh, one guy I've been waiting for all year. I have him in labor. I have him in FST. I've been holding him. Thought about cutting him, but didn't. Keston Hura, welcome to the Brewers. Travis Shaw, they're talking about an injured wrist. I think this guy's just not playing very well, and they were looking for an excuse, and they got one. Well, I do think maybe this is something that's bothered Shaw for a while. They've officially placed him on the injured list with a strained right wrist. He got hit by a pitch in April, and he just hasn't been the same. You know, this is a guy that's been productive the last two years. So, you know, this does give them an excuse. Maybe maybe it has been bothering him. Maybe it's not. Maybe they said, look, you're struggling. Take a couple weeks off. So, because there was other rumors, and Ken Rosenthal reported that they might send him down to AAA. But either way, you know, Hira looked like in the offseason he might get a shot, but then they went out and signed Mustakis and put him at second. So Hira's coming up. Obviously, he's going to be highly sought after. I mean, this is going to be a huge weekend in fab for the NFBC. I mean, we're only sitting here on Tuesday, and we already have three prospects and uh, Martin from the Astros, who wasn't available last week. You should have so, let me make that trade offer to PCP where I was saying Hira and Trout. Oh, my God, dude, that was a great you offer. You didn't now. say Hira. Yeah, I said Hura. No, Not to I me. Did. I did. You said I, Trout. You didn't say Hura. I said Hura. Trout and Hura. I said Trout and Josh James and Hura because I had Travis Shaw for Nola and Ramirez in the pig. I don't remember Hura being mentioned. Yeah, no, I was going to do the three for three with Hura. So why do you blame me for, bro? Press the button. You don't need my <laughs> approval. Don't blame me for this. <laughs> I'm blaming you, Ron. It's much easier to blame you than me. Come on. Yeah, of course. No, but Hura is going to. He's going to play every day at second base. There's still some questions about his defense, but, you know, Moustakis was learning the position, so it shouldn't be a big deal for them. Uh, he was crushing it in the minors at AAA. He's 22 years old. He was hitting 333, a 4.8 OBP, 698 slugging. 11 would you homers. start him tonight against Ikoff? Yeah, I would. I mean, uh, no, no reason to wait. The Brewers did not play yesterday, right? No, they played. They- oh, so then in weekly leagues, you can't get him in. Can't get him in. Got to no. wait. But they're thinking, oh, yeah, they played, right, well, they played Philly last night. That's yeah, right. played NOLA. I mean, they're thinking right now that Hero's going to bat an expected lineup I'm seeing here is seventh. Kane, Yelich, Grandal, Braun, Moose, Aguiar. I don't know if Aguiar, but Hura batting seventh. You good with that? Yeah, that's fine. It's a good Brewers lineup. So, you know, if he hits, maybe he moves up. But either way, it's a good lineup, good park. So I wouldn't worry about it. Uh, I think the fact that he's in the majors is big. Uh, there might have been some people who've stashed him. Obviously, if you're in a first-come, first-serve league, go get him. I'm sure you know people already saw the news today, went and got him. I'm not in any first-come, first-serve leagues at all. What about Nicky Lopez brought up by the Royals to play second base? Whit Merrifield going to the outfield. Are you a Nicky Lopez kind of guy? 
Yeah, I think if you need stolen bases, sure. You know, this is a kid that's very athletic. They think he's going to help the defense, too, and he can run. And, man, his contact rate at the minor leagues was insane. His swinging strike rate was below 5%. He only struck out five times in 138 plate appearances. So, you know, stolen bases are very difficult to find. You usually don't find them on the waiver wire. That's why you saw Charlie Tilson go for what he did this past weekend because he can help in the stolen base category. And now uh, Lopez comes up, and they're going to move Whitmerryfield to the outfield, and Lopez is going to get a shot here to play every day. So uh, he had good on-base percentage skills as well. And if you need speed, sure. I mean, you're going to go get him. He's another one that's going to be uh, sought after this weekend. No, is there another guy that I miss here? Nicky Lopez, Corbin Martin. Is there another guy? Yeah, Oscar Mercado from the Indians. He's in the lineup. They're actually playing right now. He should be uh, up shortly if he didn't get up in the – or he might have gotten up last inning because he was hitting six, and it's the bottom of the second. Uh, but he's in the lineup today hitting six. He's 24 years old. We've kind of been hearing about this for a couple of weeks. Indians just are getting no production out of the outfield. So – I think he plays every day. He's got a you like Hura more than Mercado, though, right? Yes, Hura is number one. I wrote an article. It should be posted shortly about these guys. Uh, Mercado's slash line in AAA was two ninety four, three ninety six, four ninety six, four homers, fourteen steals in thirty games. So wow. again, another guy that can help in speed. So there's a lot of teams out there that are deficient in stolen bases, and you got two potential players. Now we have to keep in mind that these guys could fail. And I think there's people feel like they were burned by Carter Keyboom and Nate Lowe, but I don't think that can prevent you from being aggressive with these guys. No, I think honestly, the, uh, to me, Hure is much better than Nate Lowe and Carter Keyboom. He I, is. I, is it much better. He uh, is. Now, with Keyboom, the problem with him was defense, too. So not only was he terrible defensively, but he couldn't hit. He wasn't ready. It was clear. Striking out a ton. I think Lowe is ready. It just, they got medals back and. They put him down for a little while, but I think he'll be back. But I think a lot of people are scarred. I think what the problem was, though, is those guys were spent, and Tucker, too, from the Pirates. But those guys shouldn't have been getting as much money as they were. I mean, with Keyboom, you knew the potential that if he didn't hit, he was going down because they had Trey Turner coming back, who's beginning right. a rehab assignment tonight, and they still had Brian Dozier. As bad as Dozier was, he is a veteran, and I know it's a one-year deal, but if Keyboom didn't hit, he was getting sent down. It was clear. You have to know the expectations for these players. If Hura comes up and hits, they're probably not going to send him down. Now, when Shaw is ready, and if he is healthy, then what happens? We'll figure it out at that time. But if, if Hura is hitting produces, 300, yeah, he's not, not going down. Yeah, he's, he's going to stick. And they'll, right. they might send Shaw down. <laughs> or Shaw, or, or could be three guys for two spots. You know, Hura maybe plays four days a week, and uh, Moose gets a day off, and Shaw gets, Shaw gets a day off. But... I'm with you. I'm all in. I think I'm in on Nicky Lopez, too, dude. The guy was hitting like 355, wasn't he? Some ridiculous yeah. like that? Yeah, and he's got speed. I mean, I don't think you're going to get much power from him. But again, there's there's several teams that need steals. Go look at that category. It is bunched up. You get a guy, you get like five, six in one week, you can jump three, four points easy. Yeah, I agree with you. All right, guys, we're going to take a little time out. When we come back, we're going to look at the night in DFS for Major League Baseball. We're full-time fantasy. I'm Dr. Roto. He's Adam Ronas, and we're back right after this. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be. 
So we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Game time decisions. Some jackass Sixer fan sent me a tweet before the game. I was minding my own business. I didn't start anything with anybody. That's the thing. A lot of these guys, they like to... Minding my own business. It's like, oh, enjoy watching Kawhi Leonard Toronto for the last game that he's leaving. Enjoy. I responded, or this is Jimmy Butler's last game in Philadelphia. In Philadelphia. I said, Joel Embiid will be left crying after the Raptors win. Weekdays, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. All right, we're back with full-time fantasy. Don't let your sh- don't let your shot clock run out like the 76ers. Take a shot and open a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book, by going to fanduel.com backslash grid, where you receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at fanduel.com backslash grid. Call into the show with your winning wager and walk us through the bet. We'd love to hear from you. Go to fanduel.com backslash grid, open your new account, and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. I'd like to hear about that wager, Cronus, if you win it. Absolutely. And then can you, if you can call me with multiples and maybe tell me before you do it, I would like it even more. Just we'll see if we there. can get that done. Okay, thank you. I, I'm, I need, I'm in need, dude. I need, I need a rich friend. All right, let's get to tonight's action. Uh, the Brewers against the Phillies. Brandon Woodruff against Jared Eikhoff. Uh, eight and a half is the total, Adam. Uh, Pitts, uh, Milwaukee is slight favorite. Eikhoff's been pitching out of his mind, but the Brewers have a good lineup. I, I don't know if I'm going to go into this game here. I like both pitchers, but, man, I just don't think I could use them in DFS in this spot, this environment. I haven't seen the weather for Philly. It was obviously... Pretty cold there last night. They had a delay. I'm assuming it's probably around 50. That's what it is here in the New York Jersey area. But yeah, I just I don't see the need to go with either pitcher tonight. Uh, I think there's better pitchers on the slate. So uh, yeah, I'm staying away. Seasonal, yeah, I'm going to use them two start week. I think for both. Uh, but DFS, nah. All right, Noah Syndergaard against Jeremy Hellickson. It's the Mets against the Nationals. Uh, Mets are favored. It's an eight-run total. Do you like Thor on the road? Uh, don't love him. You know, the Nationals are starting to get healthy. Soto's back. Rendon's back. Uh, and I think he's more of a tournament play. I think he is not going to be highly owned tonight. He's just been very erratic. Uh, he had a dominant start against the Reds, the shutout where he hit the home run, and then the next start he got hit around. So, yeah, I'm a, how, about, I'm a how about a Mets? How about a Mets stack against Hellickson? 
Oh, of course. I mean, Hellickson is just terrible, man. So, but sometimes he's good. Okay, well, not good. Yeah, but, but sometimes he doesn't if, suck. Even if he's good, he's only going five innings, and then you get into that Nationals bullpen, which is terrible. So you go little McNeil, Cano, Conforto. Not Cano, man. Uh, I don't, well, is his price cheap on DK? I get. Well, well I'm just three looking for a left. Fandle. Ooh. I know, but he's a lefty, you know, uh, batting third. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard to pass up. Yeah. I mean, I like, I mean, Conforto's been really good. I mean, I know he's more pricey, but I mean, I'd look to get him in the stack. All right. Tampa Bay against Miami. Charlie Morton against Caleb Smith. Uh, the Rays are slight favorites, only six and a half run total. You better talk me out of Charlie Morton against the, the, the Marlins. Ooh, that, that might be a guaranteed use tonight. I'm not going to talk you out of it. I mean, the Marlins are just a terrible offense, man. They're just so bad. They don't really have power bats that can beat you. Uh, Morton can get you nine, ten Ks in six innings. I like Caleb Smith too, man. I think he's I for do. real. He's I been know, great. The, my I know, problem the here. win. The, you're yeah, not the get a win. win. I know. Who, what, what do you, would you start a John Bertie? Would I start him? He's batting for the lead Marlins? off, dude. Yeah, he's batting lead off. He's got to be cheap. You know he's got to be cheap. Mm, uh, against Morton, though? Nah, I don't think I would. All right, I'm just saying. He's I mean, if you really cheap. needed to save and that was your one punt play, isn't he? He's playing the outfield tonight, but he's been yeah. playing third base, I thought, a little bit too. So what is he eligible on the sites? I don't know. I have to check that. But I mean, okay. I know I see him at leadoff. I know people are going to use him as a, as a one-offer. All right, Houston and Detroit. Wade Miley against Ryan Carpenter. Load up your Astros, baby. Get him in there. Springer, Bregman, Correa, Gurriel, Diaz. Load him up. Uh, Houston, a big favorite tonight. Are you loading up on your Astros, or is it too chalky? Nah, you can do it. It is going to be chalky for sure, but you got to do it. I mean, you've seen what they have done lately. You know, I love Miss Diaz. I picked up in Tau Ors. Uh, third base has been a major hole for me all season long. I drafted Lamb and Sano, and I've just kind of rotated that spot. Uh, happy to get Diaz in this week, who I actually picked up the first weekend because I thought, who was hurt to begin the year for the Astros? Uh, there was someone who was hurt, and I, th- and I said, all right, he's going to at least play, and he did. Who Was it Bregman to start the year? Yeah, remember Bregman yeah. was hurt? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I had Diaz in the first week and then wound up dropping him after a couple weeks, but now I got him back. So Diaz, he homered yesterday. He's got to be cheap tonight, so he's a good buy. Bregman's obviously on fire right now. Uh, Springer is having a great year. Correa, I mean, there's just so many bats you can go with here. Even Marisnik covered yesterday. Marisnik's 2,200 on Fandle. He is, and he's very good against lefties. The problem is when you look at this Astros lineup, the first four guys are going to cost you a fortune. Yeah. So you have to get to the bottom of that lineup. Yeah, throw Marisnik in there. Diaz, uh, uh, Chirinos homered yesterday. Yeah, I like it. Tyler White, too. All right, Colorado against Boston. Kyle, Philadelphia Freeland against Chris Sale. Boston, a huge favorite, 46 degrees. I think I like Sal at home tonight. Oh, I do too. Rockies are just not as good on the road. Uh, They're not great against left-handed pitching. You know, a lot of their bats, Blackman, Murphy, Dahl, you might even see a couple of those guys sit. We've seen Murphy sit a few times recently against lefties. Uh, His velocity's back up. Uh, He has 24 strikeouts in his last 14 innings. So, yeah, I do think Sal's a good play tonight. What about a little Steve Pierce? You know against what? a lefty. He has not been good this year. I remember I using him one day, and I looked at his stats, and I was like, man, this is pretty bad. Because um, remember, you're going to overpay for Ben Attendee, Betts, and Martinez. Maybe I have to go to a Chavis, Pierce, Nunez little stack. 
Yeah, I don't feel great about it, but I can understand going there. I mean, obviously, okay. uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I'd be looking. I know they're pricey, but bets and JD. All right, Cardinals against the Braves. St. Louis is favored. Nine is the over-under. Mike fulton against Jack Flaherty. Do I load up my Cardinals against fulton Uh, I don't know if I load them up. I think there's better stacks, but I think they're in there. fulton has looked bad, man. He just really he has. has. looked bad. He's right, so you would, go Carpen- you would go Carpenter, Goldschmidt, Ozuna, DeJong, and see what you got? Yeah, and the other thing is the Braves bullpen is bad behind him. So if he leaves early, you're getting into a bad bullpen. So and Goldie, if I'm not mistaken, I think I was looking briefly last night. I think he's 43 on DK, which is pretty cheap because he's remember he's been slumping and he homered yeah. the other day. So you get him at a little bit of discounted price. Oh wow! Do you know how much Matt Carpenter is on DK, bro? How much? 37. That's a nice deal. He's been deal. slumping too, though. That's a good deal. I might take that deal tonight. Batting leadoff against this guy who stinks. You can get Goldschmidt and Carpenter for cheap, and you can get them yeah. first and second. You know, there's some cheap bats. You know what? I think you do have to consider Pierce if you are going to do a Boston stack. He's 22 on Fandle. I know. It's like basically he's your utility guy right there. Boom. He's been bad, but you you know you go with historical trends and say, look, this guy's always hit left-handed pitching, and you know at some point he's going to turn it around. And look, he's not your main guy, but if you do a four-three-one, he's your one. The only and the other thing you have to worry about though is later in the game he gets pinch hit for. So you might only get I, two, three at bats. Yeah, but I, I did that. I did that with Mark Conhal yesterday and he got me a home run. You know, you right. go for a guy like that, you get three at bats and you hope that he po- pokes one out and three at bats. Right. So you understand that when you roster that player that there is the possibility they get pinch hit for. You just hope that they stay in there for the first six innings, get you three at bats, and hopefully pop a homer in one of them. All right, the Angels are playing Minnesota. Felix Jalapeno coming in uh, after the first inning against Kyle Gibson. Pena's been very good, Adam, really good. But I wonder about him against Minnesota, who's a very solid-hitting team. I I will use Pena, but not against the Twins. Yeah, I'm using him in seasonal. I picked him up in a couple leagues. I've been talking about him for weeks, and I remember in Tout Wars, I was like, I kind of don't need him. He was available, but someone outbid me. Uh, but yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a tough matchup here. The Twins are just an offense right now that you really don't want to pick on. All right, the Texas Rangers against Kansas City. Shelby Miller against Danny Duffy. Uh, I, I like. Uh, it's a nine and a half run total. I like Rangers. I like Royals. I will use liberally. Yeah, Duffy with a two star week, and uh, he's actually been very good against lefties. And. The uh, Rangers do have a lot of lefties, so I would kind of look at that lineup and see. Um, do you like Duffy as a second pitcher? I can't do it, but I wouldn't be surprised if he actually had a, a good game. Would you start Andrews or Pence? Yes. You definitely would start Merrifield and Mondesi and Gordon and, and all those guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, and, yeah, I'd, I'd probably start a couple of the prospects coming up tonight. Yeah. Nicky, little Nicky Lowe? Um, and low, I look at Hura for sure. sure. Lopez too. I mean, Lopez has got to be a guy. He's got to be cheap, right? Yeah. Well, Hura was thirty two hundred. Okay, that's on Fanduel. No, no, Fanduel doesn't even have these guys. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> What's Nikki Lopez? I'm checking it as we speak. One moment for Nikki. And I'm Lopez. sure. Uh, I wonder where they do they have him at second or short. Oh my God! You want all these answers? I'm getting there. Calm down. All you right, ask me questions every second, and I got answers for you ready. All right, Nicky Lopez, shortstop, 3,300. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
I'd consider him tonight. At shortstop, that's, I mean. Against Shelby Miller, bro? Yeah. <laughs> I but, well, shortstop, I get, shortstop I, the problem is 3,300. That's the Willie Adamas range. I mean, J.P. Crawford, those are the kind of pigs you're getting there. Right. Yeah, I mean, if I if that's a spot where I don't spend up on, and there's some good bats there because you got Andrews, you got Correa, you got Mondesi, Polanco, Escobar. So yeah, there's a lot of lot of good bats, but well, that, they are they are very expensive though. The problem is Mondesi because Mondesi also starts and he's 5300. Yeah, that screws you. That's the problem. All right, let's get to Pittsburgh at Arizona. Joe Musgrove with a horrific outing last time against Luke Dream Weaver, who's been outstanding. Can Luke Weaver do it again at home, Adam? He can. Uh, I would even consider Musgrove. He's 6,500, man. People are not going to pitch him after looking at the last two outings. So I know there's definite risk there. And Arizona, uh, you know, has hit yesterday. But uh, I think I don't if, hate it. I don't hate where you're going with that. I like where you're going with that. I just don't think he's going to be heavily owned. People are going to see his last two lines and they're going to think something's Run. wrong. And yeah. maybe there is. Maybe there is a health issue. I don't know. But yeah. His last two outings have been brutal. Uh, I am using him in seasonal. I'm um, crossing my fingers and praying with the Knicks fans tonight. All right, Toronto against the Giants. Trent Thornton against Tyler Beatty. Oh, man, I hate Trent Thornton. But let me tell you something. This game is only seven and a half runs. Could Thornton go five innings, let up two runs, eke out the win, and you're paid nothing for him? It's possible, but isn't he, isn't he like in the 7,000 range? Let me see. He's a little expensive. Yeah. Mm. On DraftKings. He's not going to go deep into the game. We know that. DraftKings, 7,300. You could get Musco for 65, yeah. Yeah, I think I'd rather do that. All right. Just throwing it out there. No, I mean, look, it's the Giants. So, I mean, well, I'm not going to stack either team. Both teams stink. It's, wait, it's it's in San Fran, right? Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that kind of changes it, too. Oh, like Thornton Moore, good, right? Oh, man. It's not good, though. <laughs> he could have a start he, that doesn't suck. And he, well, because you're picking on the Giants. So that's right. why. Right. Giants stink. Yeah. It's, All right. It's possible. Game of the night. I would pay money for this one, Adam. San Diego against the Dodgers. Chris Paddock against Clayton Kershaw. Seven. I would, I mean, I, I think I just want to watch this one, but would you start either guy? Yeah. I think both are in play for sure. Uh, Paddock's obviously been dominant. I don't think you like picking against the Dodgers for sure, but uh, he's just been ridiculous. And uh, the problem is, though, the Dodgers I think are worse against left-handed pitching. So, and, and right. Paddock's a righty, and they don't really strike but out. Paddock is pa right. Paddock is Paddock. Yeah, I know. And Kershaw, uh, I think, yeah, you could use him too. He's been good. I probably won't, but I, I think he's in play. He's expensive. Both are expensive. On DK, it's ten two for Kershaw and ten thousand for Paddock. Yeah, it is a lot. I'm I'm probably not going to use either. All right, Oakland and Seattle. Brett Anderson against Mike. Take a leak. This is nine. I hate Mike Leak. I could easily go with like Josh Fegley, you know, Piscotti, Davis. I could see an A stack against Leak. Absolutely. They don't miss bats. Uh, Chris Davis on DK, bro. He had two home runs yesterday. Remember he was hurt? I think he's yeah. 4K there. I had him. And you, kn you know how it is. When Chris Davis starts to heat up, it's just bomb after bomb. And he was ice cold for a while. Then he had the hip injury because he had to play the field. Uh, yeah, Davis to me is probably the first guy I lock in my lineup tonight on DK. 4000 bucks, Chris Davis. Thank you. 
What about what about the the Mariners like Healy, Haniger, Santana? Yeah, Haniger led off yesterday and Homer. Right. So just sure. load up against Brett Anderson, four righties against him, or maybe and throw in Beckham too. No, I don't think Beckham hasn't been playing much uh, because uh, right. JP so Hanager, has shed long. So you go Haniger, Santana, and Carnacion, Healy. Boom, 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 boom. You can do that, yeah. All right, so who's your starting pitchers tonight? Well, I haven't decided yet, but I like I like Sale. I like Caleb Smith. I like Charlie Morton. And on the cheap bread, Musgrove and Weaver would be two guys I look at. Weaver is 8,800. Musgrove, 6,500. Yeah, Musgrove's I mean, Musgrove. ballsy though. Musgrove's it's ballsy. Very ball. It can backfire. You could be looking it at could. a negative. You could be looking at a negative in the second inning and be like, "What the hell was I thinking?" Why but if I he goes seven innings and two hits and and one run and six strikeouts, you're like, "Ronus, you're a genius." It's capable. Look, this is the game theory part because look at this slate of pitchers tonight. Why? Why are people going? The only reason why people are going to play Musgrove salary. That's the only reason. If you right. and the people who kick, pick on the game logs, they're be like, "Oh my God, he's been badly." Yeah, I'm not playing him, and they're going to see what Arizona did last night. So. No, I like I like where your head is there. You know, because I'm especially bias, and especially you know you you really want to stack the Astros bats or the A's or Boston. I mean, especially the Astros, they're pricey. That's a way to do it is get Musgrove in there, and then you're able to pay up for potentially three of the Astros bats and a couple. Diaz, uh, have you do you know what a Miss Diaz is on DK? He was 30... 20, 2200? No, oh, no, on FanDuel he probably is. On DK, oh, okay. I think on DK yesterday he was 36. So I would think he, I would think he went up. Well, it depends on Diaz what Diaz is. Uh, Four. Why do I not see him? Aledmus Diaz. Oh, spells last name D-I-A-Z? Yeah. Why do I not see it? Oh, there it is. Uh, 3,900. Okay. Yeah, not, yeah, but he qualifies fine. at first and yeah. second. Right. I love that. Exactly. I love yeah. that. I love the DK slash. I love it. FanDuel kills me sometimes. Kills me. Yeah, it's always good to have that uh, multiple position flexibility uh, yeah. where you can move guys like Moustakis um, has. And there's a few guys, so it definitely helps. 3,900 for him, I think that's a must play. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about Moss, but yeah, I think he's, especially with the Astros bats tonight, and uh, definitely he's cheaper on Fandle. So, yeah, no, it's looking like a pretty good slate here, man. I think this is, you know, especially if you like to put in multiple lineups tonight, I think you got a lot of ways to go. I think there's some good pitchers and some good stacks. I know you'll be putting in your 150 lineups, Adam. Yeah, okay. I've never done that once. <laughs> Should I try that one night just to see how crazy it is? <laughs> as long as you have the money for it. What's Maybe the most you've put in? What's the most you've put in? Probably for 20, golf, right? 20, 20, yeah. Even yeah. that's a headache, right? Yeah. Oh my, d- dude, writing them all out is crazy. You need a, yeah. you need an algorithm. I don't. These guys upload it. I don't even. Yeah, know how they to do. do. That. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't handle. Too techie for me, Adam. All right, who's coming up in hour number two? Got uh, Frank Stanfield, FSTSY, three twenty p.m. to talk NBA. All right, keep it right here for that. All right, guys, this is Doctor Rodos saying, "Be well, take care." See you tomorrow. Back with Adam Rodos right after this.